Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 314. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Andy's moving the uh, camera around for me, not for you guys, but for me. And uh, we're going to start things off with the NBA. Yeah, we are. It's uh, some big stuff happened. We got the season uh, wrapping up pretty soon, but some players, it seems like they're ready for the offseason. Maybe they don't want to play any more games this year. Uh, I'm talking about John Morant, who uh, has had a rough three months, I don't know, ever ever since the Shannon Sharp incident, but probably even before, just the team's been kind of all over the place and starting fights with people. And I guess John was starting fights with like little kids too. Um, Yeah, I saw that. uh, I think maybe the John Morant... uh Shannon Sharp incident was maybe what made the world start to be become aware that uh, John Moran is a, a little bit of a troublemaker. And I don't think a lot of us, or at least I didn't really come aware of that until, uh, you know, the recent stuff where he was on uh, Instagram live this past weekend when they were in Denver after a uh, loss to the Nuggets, they went to a, uh, a club out there and on his Instagram live, he was flashing um, a video of him in the club having a gun on him, which uh, is not what you're supposed to be doing. And then I know there's like the whole issue too, because then that means he like had the gun on him. Like when they were on the flight, I think they're trying to figure out also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're he didn't Amazon out. that. Yeah. yeah. Does he always have it? Does he bring it into the locker room? Because the NBA doesn't like that kind of shit after the Gilbert Arenas incident yep. of 15 years ago, whenever that was. Um. And the, I think this was what you're saying with the 17 year old. I think it was, I don't know if it was this same story, if this was a separate story, but where uh, last July is he had the issue too, where he was playing, I guess, a pickup game at his house, I guess, or something like that with some people. And there was a little bit of an incident and then there was nothing was ever proved and he was never charged of anything, but there was supposedly that was rumored that during the incident, he flashed that and had like a hand, his hand on a, on a gun. And then it makes you wonder, is he just holding a gun while he's playing pickup basketball or was it like something else? But again, he was never charged of anything. So, I mean, those could have just been rumors and stuff or blown out of context. But then when you see stuff like him having it on him in a club in Denver, like it's not even like they were in Memphis. I mean, they were on the road. So he did take it with him. And uh, with that, the NBA suspended him two games to – the Grizzlies suspended him. Okay, games. so the, I thought it said the NBA. Yeah. So the Grizzlies suspended him two games. And uh, Jaw, I think, came forward after that and said that he was going to take an extended, or at least for now, said an extended uh, time off and, you know, get himself together and stuff and, you know, figure out, you know, what's going on with him mentally and stuff like that. And I'm sure that was friends and family or agents or whoever that told him, hey, and, uh, this is a critical stretch here still for the Grizzlies. I mean, right now they're the two seed. I don't know off the top of my head how far ahead they are of, you know, three and four. But uh, I think only like a game off of uh, Sacramento. Yeah, so right, now. right here, yeah, they're a half, half a game, game so. ahead of Sacramento and three ahead of Phoenix for that four spot. And then, because if you slip below the, the top four, I mean, which, I mean, I don't think they will. They got five on Golden State and uh, whatnot. So I think, and the team's still good enough that they could at least, I think, stay afloat and finish 
top three without jaw with about, you know, 17, 16 games left or whatever. But uh, they're going to need to figure it out or he's going to need to figure something out because uh, that's definitely becomes a big distraction. And he's not even out of the woods yet. I mean, the police I know from Colorado are investigating this situation. So he actually might, you know, be in really big trouble. So he needs to get a mentor to kind of help him grow up. Yeah, no, he needs something. And I mean, honestly, I hate to, I not hate to point this out, but when you, uh, <clears throat> you can tell, like when you watch his dad on the sidelines too, his dad doesn't look like he's that much, honestly, doesn't even look like he's that much older than John Moran. He's always going crazy on the sidelines, yelling stuff and yada, yada. And it's like, you can just tell that there is a, an immaturity level that looks like it has, uh, moved down onto jaw that, uh, maybe it wasn't the best, uh, parenting and whatnot. And, uh, cause jaw, jaw's still just a kid. I mean, what's he in like his third or fourth season? It's got to be fourth now. Yeah, at least fourth season, but still, I mean, he's got to be what, like 25 or something. So, I mean, and then I don't know. It's just, uh, but it's, he's got to, he does have to figure it out because or else it would be a big waste of talent if, you know, he was involved in something that was actually like really, really serious where that gun he's flashing ends up having the trigger pulled and uh, he's out of the NBA and, uh, that wouldn't be a good thing for such a, a, you know, he's a fun player to watch. I don't really care for their team as a whole with the way they act, mm-hmm. but yeah, his highlights are always exciting. He's a walking highlight reel, but uh, he's going to have to figure it out. They need to recruit a senior player to have on the team and have them live with them. Just one of those things where he's like, boy, you're getting up with me at 540 every morning. We're going to read the paper together, have a brand muffin, and then go on a jog. Well, I was gonna say they uh, they they acquired Luke Kennard, but he better not be calling Job Boy. <laughs> uh, they had Danny Green, who was you know won titles with like multiple teams. He could have been that. So I, well, I'd like to I think know. Stephen Adams could possibly be that too. I mean, Stephen yeah. Adams is a big guy, and he's the one that he's also to probably like, like forty. He probably he's called pussy for needing a gun. He's like, yeah, I kill people with my bare hands. Yeah. That's true. Did you see him on the sidelines in his you know just regular clothes with his hair down? My God. Yeah, he looks. He already has like a mountain of a face when he's on the court. When he has his hair down, like he just looks like a like a video game character from a you know game Andy would be playing or something like Tekken or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's a game Andy would play. Heiachi. Hey, okay, I know. I know. Taken. Okay, that's uh, Tekken's a video game. Uh, it used to be in the arcades. Yeah, yeah. It used to be in the Japanese arcades. on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. They're still making them, but there was a bear you could play as. No, I was always like the guy that fuck. I'm I'm gonna do my best even describe this, but he had like he had his head, and then it kind of looked like a hammerhead head, I think, or something. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even. Heiachi is kind of the the guy that everyone knows because he was like the the main guy. I'll show you. Yeah, I gotta see what Heiachi looks like. Uh, Great, (laughs) great pod. Well, the first thing that came up with Heiachi was a uh, Hispanic. You know what? This guy actually could have. It could have been this guy. Can we see other characters possibly? All right, we're going to stop for a second break here. This is a yeah. great pod. I can't even see what they're looking at. I uh, All right. So, the, yeah, there's the guy with the, the mask. It could, I think it might have been uh, – I think it was this guy. Yeah, that guy, I think that's Yoshimitsu. Oh, I'm in DeviantArt. Get out. You don't want to be in DeviantArt. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's people making their own art. It's usually like, okay, click on that, and then they're all naked. Like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, uh, well. 
fucking weird shit. Uh, no, I, I actually, um, now that we're on this topic, actually, like <laughs> anime stuff, I was actually thinking earlier today, I saw this one girl driving by and she had a ton of anime stickers on her car. And I'm, I, I feel like I see that a lot, like more than I feel like I should. So it makes me really think that these people that love anime, like love anime are really into anime and they like, they decorate their cars, they wear the shirts. And I think they slowly develop like feelings for some of these like girl cartoon characters or anime characters. I don't know if cartoon is disrespectful. <clears throat> I think it might be. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, there's, there's what it looked like back in the day. Uh, are we still talking about the NBA? <laughs> It's remarkable looking at a PlayStation One, like the characters. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean I played they're just, it. They're just boxes. I played it on the video games. I was thinking about the other day I mean, what the, Grand Theft Auto the used to look the like. Do you remember Grand Theft Auto was just like overhead view? Yeah, those original game. Yeah, crazy. Come Kids on. will never understand. Well, they can look it, look it up. Well, uh, okay. Well, continuing on in the NBA, <laughs> I briefly wanted to talk about this because. Um, I don't know if um, you guys watched any of the games Sunday, but I uh, I watched two of them. I watched the first two, and uh, or did I? Which games did no, you watch? I watched the second. There was a Saturday night and a Sunday night game. Okay, or Sunday morning. I wa- game. No, I, I watched the first two. I watched the first <clears throat> two, and uh, the first one being the Suns and Mavericks, which good game. I knew it would be a good game, and that was when we got to see Luca and Kyrie versus Durant. And um, Booker, and it went as advertised. And uh, the one thing I was wanted to take away from that game was uh, Luca. It got to the point where I didn't really enjoy watching Luca on that day because every time down court, he wanted a foul. He would anything he did, he wanted a foul, and he would complain. And he does complain a lot. And <clears throat> he ended up being like sixteen of eighteen from the free throw line. So, and he didn't even play that well of a game. I think he made five field goals. I think he was like five of sixteen or five of fourteen or something like that from the field. But he was like sixteen of eighteen from the free throw line. And then at the very end of the game, he had that move, and he missed a point blank uh, little floater. And um, the Suns Durant got the rebound, got fouled, and finally, with three seconds left in the game, Suns had the ball. Durant, ninety three percent free throw shooter this year, which is about as good as automatic was going to the line for two games for two free throws to ice the game. And that's when Devin Booker felt like that was the right time to finally give Luca a piece of his mind and started chirping a little bit to him. And then Luca, of course, in that situation, probably already upset, you know, got in the Booker's face and then they were right in each other's face. And then Durant came by. And of course, Durant loves that stuff. Durant's like the Joker. Durant comes in, just starts clapping in front of everybody's faces. He loves it. And uh, <clears throat> uh, Skip Bayless actually had come out on a, that show he does with uh, Shannon Sharp on Mondays. What's that show called? First Take 2. First Take or something like that. <laughs> no, it's not First Take. Oh, then. It's, it's, it's just a sequel. I don't know. Okay. But. It's I'm angry and it's morning time. Yeah, exactly. So those, uh, those guys were on the. And Skip Bayless was what he had to say I actually agreed with because he did say he's like. Luca just comes down and he just always wants a foul and he's bitching and he's moaning and groaning and everything's a foul. And he even said it got to the point where it was tough for him to even want to watch the game anymore. And honestly, I slowly got to that point too, because it's like, what fun is it? Especially if you happen to be somebody just, I mean, just if you're an NBA fan in general and you enjoy watching, but especially if you're a Suns fan, 
what fun is that if every time down the court, this one guy goes down and gets a foul every time because he's like, you know, complaining or they, the refs are calling in. I thought there was times where the refs shouldn't have called fouls in that game that they did. There was definitely a lot of soft fouls, but then they did let some stuff go. But if Luca thinks he's going to, I'll tell you right now, in the playoffs, the refs do swallow their whistles more. If that's the way Luca's going to try to play in the playoffs, Mavericks aren't going to the Western Finals. Mavericks might be out in the first round if that's what he thinks is going to help them win because that's just going to make them lose games because then he's going to get frustrated and, and it's going to be a disaster. But uh, I just wanted to point out, I didn't uh, I didn't really enjoy watching the Luca stuff. So I'd like to, what about you, Andy? I know you would just hate the entire Western Conference. So. Well, I've been I've been out on Luca since yeah. the first. And he's never liked him. Just, okay, so yeah. He is very annoying and he... Marcus Morris tried to fight him that one year. Um, I do remember that. Remember, he picks fights. Montrose called him a bitch-ass white boy. (laughs) I forgot about that now. You're right. See, and that just tells you right now because we just see what we're seeing watching on TV, his moves. But imagine what he's obviously complaining on the court to the point where these guys are even like, dude, like are even telling him to like grow up. And again, I mean, what is Luca? 21 years old still, like, which is crazy. 22. He cannot be 21 still. (laughs) He's got to be like. And he's 24. I don't know. Yeah, maybe 24. I saw him right? drinking a beer like two years ago, at least. Oh, it was legal when he was 16. Yeah. It was in America, I think. I don't know. <clears throat> well, I think that's uh, that's it for the NBA, I believe. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, everything else was terrible in the NBA, and I hate it. Whoa. <clears throat> Let's move on to some college. Um, UCLA. They, they won both games this past week, and they've now moved up to number two. So uh, Houston's still number one there. Um, it probably isn't going to lose, so I don't think UCLA is going to be able to climb up to number one there. But it's definitely in play that they will get the number one overall seed in, in the, uh, the thing that matters, the NCAA tournament here. Um, and it's going to be hard for them, I think, to lose a, a one seed altogether. I think I think they could lose in the conference tournament and still get a one seed. Yeah, I mean, no I could problem. see them losing in the finals to Arizona or something. Neutral court. Where's this game usually played? Oh, I know they they played in Vegas before, but maybe not anymore. I don't know. Maybe have they ever played at the Honda Center? Not the Big West is like the Honda. Oh, Center. that's right. Like UCI and yeah. uh, Fullerton makes sense. They might be doing it at Chase Center now because it's like the newest arena. You know? Oh yeah. So um, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen where it is. But um, yeah, UCLA has a good chance to win their, their their conference. They won the regular season conference, so that's already over with. But um, yeah, it'll be exciting. If the, I don't know if they've ever been had a number one overall seed, they've had some good runs, and a lot of times they've had good runs. They've been lower seeds, but um, yeah, good year. Just a they've been uh, resilient. That was the word I was trying to figure out. Uh, they just. They haven't been perfect. They've lost some games, but you know they win. They win most of them. It is in Vegas, but it's at the T-Mobile Arena now, so okay. no longer at the hotels or anything. Yeah, sometimes they'd have them at um, UNLV as a stadium. I think, there, yeah, right? I think at least I think I I was in, in Vegas Grand. one year when they and I think we went to a game and it was at I think MGM. Yeah, they have a arena there, and I, that would have been like twenty eighteen or seventeen or who knows. Yeah, sometime before before the uh, the new arena. Oh yeah, much well before. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's this week we we got all the conference tournaments. I think Gonzaga and St. Mary's is playing tonight. They are playing at uh, six p.m. Pacific this evening, which is uh, as we're recording this about fifteen minutes away. Yeah, it's gonna be it'll be a good game because I mean you won't that's, be able to watch it if you're uh, in the past or in the future. Where how does this work? Yeah, um, but 
St. Mary's did beat them earlier this year. And Gonzaga is isn't perfect, but they I think they've won their last like eight or something. So they're they're back in the top ten. Um, but yeah, we got good tournaments. Big Big Twelve tournament should be crazy. I think they still have five teams in the top twenty five. Uh, Big Ten, ACC, all have good tournaments. And yeah. <clears throat> next and, uh, time we're doing this, we'll have the bracket. We'll, the, yes. the play-in games will be set to tip off. Or already and, uh, we might, uh, there might be uh, just to tease you guys. There might be a little a special guest doing some sports with us next week, giving a bracket oh, yeah. of his own. That's just a little teaser. Uh, so yeah, we uh, it might not just be the three of us next week uh, discussing uh, March Madness. We're going to bring in possibly an expert to discuss some March Madness also, as Tune well in. as a lot of other things. Next week's going to be a good one, but that's just the tease for now. And uh, yeah, we will go in depth. We'll give out, uh, you know, maybe some who we think will win it, or maybe just for, you know, give out one of those fun, like, hey, if this team, teams that are like maybe, you know, dark horses, like a 15, 20 to one underdog type stuff, you know, crazier things have happened. But uh, yeah, that uh, madness has begun and it will only get more mad. Exactly. All right. Should we talk about some baseball? Yeah, we've got um, other madness in, in a different sport. We got a nice little tournament, an international tournament. That is the the World of Baseball Classic is back and uh, started today, I believe. Uh, I didn't see any of the results. I think it starts tomorrow. Um, there was, I think, there's one exhibition game today. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't have that. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it does start in full. I think tomorrow. Uh, U.S. doesn't play until Friday, I don't think. Um, and all these games right away mean something, right? It's part of the. It's yeah. There's not. It's it's a quick thing going. Yeah, because when um, will this have to end? When does doesn't the season start in like a month? Yeah, so that's they have to wrap this up pretty quick, and that's why you see players drop out the last minute because their teams are like, no, they're not ready. Um, but looking at this ESPN article, the U.S. is not favored. Uh, the Dominican the f- favorites of the Dominicans who but, just have an incredible lineup, and they don't have Guerrero Jr. though now. No, he did. He he's one of those players that did drop drop out, but they have uh, just stars up and down the lineup. But they also have pitchers like they're saying, like Christian Javier from the the Astros, who so, had a great year last I year. I think that's what the difference is going to be for the Dominican compared to the U.S. Is the pitching because of Christian Javier, and we have to note it: the Cy Young winner Sandy Alcan- Alcantara. And I'm sure they've got a few other guys that throw heat. And then, obviously, in their lineup, they've got uh, Rafael Devers, the young superstar Julio Rodriguez, uh, Jeremy Pena, which is your World Series MVP, uh, Wander Franco, I believe, uh, yeah, Machado and Soto. Yeah. Which are, you know, the Padres are holding their breath as they're watching this then. <laughs> you got their middle of the order representing the Dominican. You don't want to piss off some player from Mexico or something and take a fastball to the dome. Because that's the thing, man. Those South American countries, they can get they can get crazy. They're ruthless. But yeah, the U.S. is is, is still the second favorite. And you look at their lineup and like, yeah, this is this is pretty interesting. It's pretty good. You got Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado, uh, Goldschmidt, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts uh, Kyle Higgins, Jeff Shiaka. McNeil. So you got another Met there, um, and JT Realmuto. I think Will Smith, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, of course. Yeah, that was his he's, first he's, time being in it. Yeah, right? he's representing U.S. He wants to do that pretty bad. Trey Turner. So it's 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 who do you think representing the U.S. The problem is when it comes down to pitching. Uh-huh. So uh, Adam 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 Wainwright in his 45th year is is representing the United States. Uh, we also got your Greek boy Miles Mikolas. Uh, 
not an ace by any means, but no. you know, Lance Lynn. He's a, he's a pitcher. Yeah, Lance Lynn. Um, I don't know who they'd even consider the ace of this uh, this roster. Kyle Kyle Freeland. You got, uh, but you got some decent relievers to to go with, and then. Uh, that might be how they have to do it. That's and that's how this start for you don't, like a yeah. spring training. You game. don't play it every day, so you got guys like Ryan Presley. I think that's what they have to do. Is you obviously if a guy's pitching well, you, you let Devin him go. Williams or Devin Williams. Yeah, yeah, you let big, him go like there. six, five, six, seven innings. But if not, like you ha- let someone start three innings, two innings, and then bring in some middle relief. Who's their coach? Uh, Mark DeRosa, I believe. Okay, yeah. So who does Mark? Is Mark DeRosa even coach anybody? Oakland. Okay, because I, I was going to be curious. But then you see their pitching coach, Andy Pettit, but their hitting coach, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. You got Dino Ebel. Oh, yeah. Long Angels legend. And he went to the Dodgers. And went to the Dodgers now. It's just but, a Southern California legend. Yeah. I like to think when I round third base anywhere, like uh, Dino Ebel's yeah. right there. Yeah, well, should we move on to Champions well, League? Let's look, let's look at the other the other teams. We got So that's oh. just the top two. Japan is going to be interesting because, of course, you've got uh, Shohei, who's already hitting home runs and everything. Uh, but you also got you Darvish, so um, I don't know who else is playing in their lineup. They've got always have good players, and it's Japan. They they care about this very much. I believe some of the games are being played in Japan. I know uh, the U.S. is playing in Phoenix because that's convenient to all the spring training. But yeah, Venezuela is playing. You got uh, the last of uh, what's his name, Miguel Cabrera. So well, what's also interesting too is I mean. You got to always fear Japan because at the end of the day, when they start off winning these tournaments when they're 11 years old, Japan's always winning the Little League World Series. That's basically what this is, but just 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. And some other nice teams here Puerto Rico with uh, Francisco Lindor. You got uh, Kike, my favorite, my, my old favorite, Kike. Kike's a great um, player. But yeah, this should, should be fun. And when this is all over and wrapped up, uh, then we have real baseball. And an interesting thing here is players, it's not like the Olympics or it's even like looser than the Olympics. You have weird players playing for teams here. Tommy Edmonds playing for Korea. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on there. Oh, I mean, must I be, see it. I see it. Must be, uh, yeah, have Korean heritage. Well, you know what uh, I think it is, is that they probably doesn't make a roster spot. And he's like, okay, well, you know what? My mom. I read something about it. It said they're very loose with it. If you just want to play for a team, they'll let you play for a team. So, okay. That's nice. Well, well. I don't know. Like, what time are these games even on at? And what channel? Uh, I'm trying to find the schedule here, but I can't sure you could just find go to it. MLB. Yeah, where is this? I'm sure they're going to have a... No, they're not going to show it. Oh, here. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. I think I we apolog- might have found I it. I apologize for this, right. this delay here. So the first but... game it, what, is at 8 p.m. today, so it hasn't right. even happened yet. Cuba, Cuba and the and Netherlands. The Netherlands. So uh, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2. You get these. And uh, they will have some games as early as 3 a.m. This is basically, well, this is like the world. So they're playing uh, some in Asia and some in America, I believe. Is, nice. is yeah, because most of these so. teams that are in Australia, Korea, they don't even have American like guys that are in the MLB on their team. Shohei and guys like Shohei and Tommy Edmond and other random guys like that are they pretty much the only ones. But this will be interesting. Like when I'm curious when the finals would be if it does go, if you do go the distance because – if Japan made the finals. So it's uh, looking like it's going to be pretty close to March 21st. Okay. So that would be, yeah, that's probably about a week before the season starts. I would guess season usually starts very end of March, beginning of February. Alrighty. Well, 
I'm not sure how much of it I'll watch, but it could be it'll be it'll be one of those things that you see on TV on a Friday night at a bar or something like that, and you're just kind of like poke peek your head at it and like, oh, here we go. So the USA's first game is uh, is that their first game right there? Yeah, on Saturday the 11th against Great Britain. So are they allowed to play baseball? Is like one Great. of the princes going to play or something? <laughs> What's going on there? Great Britain. Um, but yeah, that's going to be on just regular ass Fox. So. Um, Chinese Taipei is playing because you're not allowed to say Taiwan, of course. It's very nice of them. Is that really why? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. They, they get very mad if you call it Taiwan. Why? Because they want you to pretend it's called Chinese Taipei. Okay. Uh, we'll call it Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. John Cena learned that the hard way. Did he? <laughs> cost him a couple million bucks. Yeah. Damn, that's rough. Hope it doesn't cost us that much. <laughs> they can't control us. They're not paying us. If they want to pay us to say Chinese Taipei, mm. they can. Sure. We're open. Yeah. All right. All right well, that's talking. it for the World Baseball Club. Let's move over to the Champions League. Yes. So the Champions League, like we uh, updated uh, you guys last week, we said we would discuss it once uh, the game started back up. And because now we're at the point where teams will get eliminated. And uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked about it, <clears throat> I mentioned that because uh, the two games today were Club Bruges and Benfica. And then the other game was Borussia Dortmund and Chelsea. And Benfica was up 2-0 aggregate. And they did that on the road. And I even said, I'm like, Benfica is going to, they're going to move on. Won't be an issue. And sure enough, they won 5-1 to today. They move on 7-1 to on the aggregate. And they will be on to the next round. And Benfica, probably not a team that's going to win this tournament. But a team that's not going to be an easy out for whoever has to go through them because they do have some good young goal scorers, one of them being Gonzalo Ramos, who is the guy that started for Portugal when Ronaldo was struggling, and that's who Ronaldo got benched for. And he had a hat trick in that first game that he started uh, when uh, Portugal was in the World Cup. Good player, fun to watch. And uh, the second game, though, was Dortmund and Chelsea. And I even mentioned how Dortmund had won 1-0 at home. And I said, well, now you go to Chelsea gets to be home. And Chelsea is the better team overall. And they could, you know, it, they could still move on. And sure enough, Chelsea gets a 2-0 victory today. Uh, moving on on the aggregate, 2-1. So Chelsea and Benfica are the first two teams to move on to the quarterfinals. And we will have... Uh, Two more games tomorrow, which will be Bayern Munich versus PSG, which has Bayern Munich currently up 1-0. And I believe they get to be home now. So that'll it's going to be a tough task for PSG. And they've also announced that Neymar is out for the season with an injury. So not sure PSG is going to have what it takes on the road to get past Bayern Munich. But crazier things have happened. And then the next game is going to be AC Milan versus Tottenham. And that was another situation very similar to uh, the Chelsea Dortmund situation where Tottenham lost 1-0 on the road, but now they get to come home. They're the better team between the two. And I could see a similar situation where uh, Tottenham gets like a 3-1 or 2-0 victory, or at the very least, I could see it being 2-1 or 1-0 and them going into extra time, possibly even having that go to a shootout. So, uh, But I, I think Tottenham will be able to do very similar to what their uh, Premier League foe did today and uh, sneak out enough at home to be able to move on to the quarterfinals. But uh, yeah, and then we'll have uh, some other games next week 
And then after that, it should, uh, it'll conclude and we'll be down to the final eight within, um, uh, by next Wednesday, the 15th. Yeah. So the, uh, quarterfinals will be the 11th and 12th and 18th and 19th of April. So uh, another month from now. Yeah. Yeah. They'd like to take those little breaks. Soccer's, yep. uh, they're always playing, but then they take their, the big breaks and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, should be, uh, should be an exciting champions league. I think there's a lot of good teams, but, uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right. Well, I think that's all we had. Is that right? We got some NFL. We got to wrap up with the NFL. Did I skip that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But don't let's just a, talk. Uh, let's talk. I don't have it written down. Yeah. So, uh, big, big time right now. Uh, free agency about to start. Uh, teams had to make decisions on franchise tags and all this kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks in limbo, but we got um, a few deals done. So we, we know where people are going. Uh, Derek Carr, of course, cut by the Raiders a couple weeks ago. Um, he's going to the Saints. So the Saints need a quarterback. I think they have talent around that roster, but probably less than they used to. Um, but Carr's getting a nice deal, four years, $150 million. I think I saw this is basically, with guarantees, is going to be like $35 million a year for two years, and then they'll see where it goes. Like All these NFL deals are the same. Uh, well, I, I was hearing something that uh, they, they were joking around saying, or which is probably true, is they were saying that uh, – Whatever team in the AFC South or NFC South that Derek Carr would go to was probably going to make them the favorite. And it probably does make the Saints the favorite now. I mean, we don't know what the Panthers are going to do quite yet with their quarterback situation, I don't think, right? They haven't really. Uh, yeah, they might be picking a quarterback in the yeah, draft. Yeah, and then uh, the Falcons have. Uh, they I mean, cut Mariota, so they're going. They're probably going with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, which isn't going to. I mean, they've got some weapons around them, I think, right? Calvin Ridley's still there. No, Ridley's. No. Yeah. Ridley's Who am I thinking of? Jaguars. Who's their um, good receiver? The Kyle Pitts was their. Um, Kyle, no, um, uh, uh, I guess you're Drake right. London was their first. Drake pick. London. I knew Cal- yeah. Calvin Ridley was gone. Yeah. yeah. So they have two two top ten picks catching passes, but yeah, but yeah, yeah Ridley then, was just uh, reinstated after being suspended yeah, for that's, gambling. It's going to so. make the Jaguars. Uh, they're they're going to be a team to reckon with. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, and I don't even know if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do they even have a quarterback yet? <laughs> they still got uh, the hero uh, Blaine Gabbert. Okay, yeah, so they're fucked. And uh, it's an American hero. Speaking of a quarterback, though, that uh, did well enough last year when he wasn't expected to do that well and got extended for three years, 105 million is Geno Smith. So the Seahawks liked what they saw out of him last year. I personally don't think they're going to do as well again this year. I mean, good for him that he did well enough that he got 100 million more than he probably thought he was ever going to get again in the NFL, to be honest with you. So kudos to him. I mean, at the very least, that saved his career his life i'd like to think <laughs> i don't know about his life but i think so uh, Pete carroll did say that this doesn't mean that they won't draft a quarterback so they do have the number I five they pick. Should. they do have a number five pick this year from denver so they could they could be part of it but um yeah i mean like i was trying to say these these deals you have these these years on them but that doesn't really matter in the nfl because there's really a guaranteed amounts um so i think this is like two years guaranteed so if geno smith just falls apart they can just, after two years, just get rid of them and move on to a new quarterback. Um, yeah. So, and then another you got to look for that in these deals. Quarterback that was re-signed, Daniel Jones of the New York Football Giants. Four years, $160 million, Probably deserved, I guess. He had a pretty solid season. The Giants were not expected by any means to do well, let alone be a final eight-team standing this year. So, uh, Daniel Jones... Got him a playoff win. Yeah, if we were talking about this last year, this would be a huge surprise because we were saying he'd be like, 
he'd play out the year and then be a backup somewhere, like the Mitch Trubisky style, uh, you know, trajectory. Uh, but he played well enough. They built the off- offense around him, and yeah, now he's getting a lot of money. That's 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 a lot. You know, forty million a year. You can take care of your family on that one. Oh yeah, definitely. So he's a uh, he's uh, good for him. You know, we'll see how uh, the a- NFC uh, East is definitely a, diff- a tough division. But um, you know, if that's the guy the Giants believe in, then that's the guy they believe in. And then uh, the next thing we got is Lamar Jackson was uh, tagged. Yeah, so this has been contentious for the whole year. Lamar Jackson's wanted a extension. Baltimore has been reluctant. They, Lamar wanted uh, Deshaun Watson's deal. That's what he was saying. Like, I'm better than Deshaun Watson, and I'm not a rapist or whatever. <laughs> so I should at least get that. Uh, Deshaun Watson got he got all of his money guaranteed, um, and that's just you don't you don't see that in the NFL typically. Uh, and the Ravens said no. Like you're you're hurt too much. So they they played out the year, and now they're tagging him, which is Basically means it's probably over. Um, he's going to be so pissed about this because it, it is a risk. He's going to have to play a year with no contract after the season. Um, and also it means that another team can go and just grab him. They have to give up two first-round picks, I believe. Um, so I don't know if there's a team that's that's going to be willing to do that. But um, this is one of the best players in the NFL when he's going. And There might be a team willing to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what if the Raiders do it or something? Yeah, I – because we still don't you have know to have you have to have the Rogers. room. You, you don't want to do it unless you're going to negotiate a deal. Um, but yeah, then there's one other quarterback domino. Uh, this is Aaron Rodgers, who's uh, as of today they said he was meeting with the Jets. That's where I think um, he's going to land. That's I've been. I think that's where a lot of the market thinks so too, because the Jets were only you know surprisingly when you looked at the standing the odds to win the Super Bowl they were like the twelfth, like eighth, ninth, tenth. I don't know something like that favorite. And I think that's because they're at the, there's speculation that Rodgers goes there. And if Rodgers does go there, you've got a team with a good defense, a team with a good running back that's going to be coming back, and Brees Hall, and then you know uh, their receiver Wilson, that one uh, offensive rookie of the year. So Aaron Rodgers comes in there and he enjoys it. Future's bright, but if he comes off to a poor start right away, New York's a tough place, man. They will spit you up. I think it's trading to the Vikings after that. Oh yeah, can you imagine? But uh, the last uh, little story here in the NFL I wanted to touch on really quick was just that the Tennessee Titans have put Derrick Henry on the trading block. And I actually think this is a good idea for the Titans because obviously, as we all know, Derrick Henry has just been an absolute tank of a running back the last few years. He's dominates in every which way. And he got hurt in the middle of the season again this year, I believe. Right? Yeah, he got hurt. Towards the middle end. Yeah, but it wasn't like he didn't miss a ton of games. But he did miss some. And I, the previous year, you know, I know he missed a good amount because I had him in fantasy and it's what cost me winning, honestly, probably two leagues. And I think uh, the the Titans, they know that they're, that, you know, they can't hold on to him forever being a running back because it's running back life expectancy is already not that big. And Derrick Henry has been used a lot. He's the most used running backs, you know, compared to like any other running back, you know, they make it, he's used the way they used running backs, like in the nineties and stuff like that. And he's, and he does get hurt a little bit. Like he's got the issues with his foot. And it's one of those things where I think you don't want to risk him getting hurt again. And then all of a sudden people start to realize like, Oh, and his production goes down. It's like right now he's still Derrick Henry. Everybody's ooh and ahs over him. 
get him, get, trade him away now, get something in return for him because the Titans are on, are going to be in a rebuilding mode here soon. I think I don't, especially if they uh, trade away Henry, that basically is them telling their fans that we're in a rebuild because Tannehill's still the quarterback, but you know he doesn't really have much to throw to. And then his backups were god awful, and I think. That's one of the things that the Titans need to realize is that we're, Tannehill's not going to be our guy for much longer, and he might not even be our guy really right now. And, you know, might as well get something while you can for it. And, you know, Derrick Henry, if he does go somewhere, I mean, depending on where he goes, but there's a lot of teams that he can immediately make very dangerous if he is in the right system and stuff. So should yeah. be interesting if the Titans actually really do do it or if this is just a bluff. But they're going to have to start doing something because that division – the Jaguars are ready to completely take over that division. I think they're they're right there, and then Texans have the number or uh, have the number two pick. Could possibly get the number one, depending on what trades could possibly happen. So the Texans are going to be, you know, if things could work out there, you never know. They're a young team that have had a lot of picks over the last. And few They have years. the next two Browns picks, I believe. So got, yeah, and then they got more picks. The Come Colts. Who, who's the Colts quarterback now? Who'd they get? Nobody. Nobody still. So the Colts are in trouble. So they they Matt Ryan's still on the roster. <laughs> They're going, um, but they'll probably draft one. That's they're the they're the favorite to trade up to number one. That's right. That's what it is. And uh, there's uh, there's been some you know they've had the combine. There's people out there now that are thinking is it possible that who's the quarterback from Florida? Yeah, yep. Richardson had a, a great uh, combine, like ran like, like historic, I think, almost, or right? Yeah, like for quarterback, quarterback, all this kind of stuff. But a lot of people are like, no, he's no good though. So who knows? No. We'll see. Um, I think you can build around a fast quarterback. Yeah, look at Lamar Jackson. A lot of people didn't think he could throw the ball. Yeah. So, but you know, Malik Willis is the other side of that. He was drafted for athleticism, and like you said, the Titans did not have good backup quarterbacks, Malik Willis included. So, <clears throat> yeah. Well, all right. I think that's um, it for uh, this podcast. I believe. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 314 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. See you later.